Are you my podcast? 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 Oh, hello, Mary Radzinski. Oh, hello, Sarah Colonna. Uh, it's are- so nice. It's just wonderful to talk to you uh, on this Sunday evening. It's We're recording on Sunday. You guys are listening on a Tuesday, but we're recording on a Sunday evening live from Los Angeles and Philadelphia. It truly is um, Sunday fun day when we when I get to talk to you and see you. Mm-hmm. I know, and we're a few. We're like both a few pops in, right? Like, oh yeah, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cut. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, of course. I mean, I honestly don't know how else to dissect a Lifetime movie. Not without a couple cocktails. I will right. say, just in in like. I just want to start off with a little business. Um, mm, mm-hmm. I know that you have a mammogram tomorrow. I do. And I do think it's a nice moment to remind everyone to get their yearly annual, exa- you know, yearly annual. Those are two yeah. the same things. But yours. annual exams, everyone get them. Um, Mary's yep. yours is at like, you said it's like at 345 in the afternoon. Yes. And I'm very worried about getting up in time right? (laughs) and um, multiple alarms are set and yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting my annual in here right in the nick of time on December 28th, which is tomorrow. So well, whatever you're getting it in. Yeah. Yeah. But I do enjoy that you, uh, you have to set alarms to be at things by three 45 in the afternoon. It's just Mm -hmm. one of my favorite things about you. Thank you. Yeah, I um, <clears throat> I think when I, we were corresponding via text message the other day, and I think you were, you were at happy hour, and I was having to put Bailey's in my coffee because I had just gotten up. <laughs> well, I mean, we are in different time zones, so yeah. we handle no, life differently. Yeah. Hey, and it's the holidays, everyone. I hope you're it's all the enjoying holiday the holidays. Season. Oh da, boy, da, da. is it ever! <clears throat> and in yeah. in I say in perfect. Um, celebration of the holiday season, we decided this week to dissect a Lifetime Movie Network movie that aired just on Saturday. It's a premiere, brand new world premiere called The Baby Stealer. I mean, honestly, nothing says holidays. <laughs> it really, no. And also it's it's like the best when you really don't have to ask what the movie's about. Just by the name, you Thank know. Thank you. It's so my favorite thing about Lifetime movies. They're like, we're not going to make you guess anything. Up front, yeah. you're going to see who's fucking crazy. You're going to see who's going to fall in love. You're going to see who's not. You're going to see which baby's going to be stolen. And that's it. And then we're going to yeah. fill in the rest. So, you know, it's a movie about a baby that's probably going to be stolen or a lady that wants to steal them. It's always a late. It's never, you know, they don't, in Lifetime movies, they don't really make no, they will. They do make the guys, the psychos. Like the sometimes. bad guy. Yeah, the villains. Yeah, sometimes they do. There was one of my favorites was Psycho Swim Instructor? Psycho Swim? I don't know. Something about it. Oh, Psycho Pool Boy. Oh. Yeah. And he that was a crazy- promising. Mm, oh, it was so good, Mary. And I'm so sorry we didn't have this podcast going at the time, but I will say we can just go back and- and do it as a classic, um, yeah, which let's we will. Dig it up, yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna, I know. Yeah, we're gonna it's, hit the classic soon. Yeah, that's coming. So, twenty twenty one, we're not gonna mm-hmm. let you down. The way that you can help us deliver more is subscribe, 
Tell your friends to subscribe, rate and review. Rate, right? Like ratings yes. and reviews. Ratings are a big and deal. reviews. Preferably nice deal. reviews. Oh yeah, no. If you're gonna rate mean or say something mean, just log the fuck off and move on and go. Or at least just DM me on Twitter. Don't ruin the podcast. Don't take the podcast down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm a big girl. I can take it on the chin. You cannot take it. Well, I mean can't DM. But really- no. <laughs> No, don't even I, put that out there. None of yeah, it. You're, just, you're right. Just you're right. Move on. If you're going to say I'm something just, mean, move on. I would sacrifice my self-esteem and happiness for the podcast reviews. That's all I'm saying. I know. I know that you would, but let's not put you through either one. Yeah, you're right. You know? Okay. Yeah. I'm not Mary. That. You're right. Mary's right. DMs are not open. That is true. <laughs> yeah. DMs are But closing. our reviews are, but only yes. for nice ones. Yeah. And I mean, anyway, why would, you know, if you don't yeah, have something nice to just say, so don't why say anything unless right. it's about a lifetime movie, in which case you can say anything you want. Well, exact. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We'd welcome and that's that. what we're here for. I mean, right. this movie hashtag the baby stealer was mm-hmm. it opened up, let's just say, you know, with um, this woman. OK, it opened up with this woman. Uh, what's her name? Rachel. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's walking down an alley in heels at night. And I'm not victim blaming by any means, but I'm just saying none of it made sense. I was like, why is she in this dark alley? Why, you know, none of it. And then something bad happened to her. But spoiler alert, they never told us what. So they never talked about it. They never said what happened. Did the guy, what did he steal from her? Did he go to jail? Did she, you know, they just... They just did this weird little like, here's a way for us to tell you that our lead woman is crazy. Um, well, and, and in the mo- like in the little scene up front there, he I think she's like as she is scared and it's happening, she's like, just take it. And she like, I think he ta- like it seems like he takes her purse and phone or whatever. Right. Which is a bummer. For hey, sure. It's a, yeah. But. I but mean, I don't, I don't know that know he needs would... to make you act like the way she did for the right whole or make movie. you move into right. you know make you leave your city for the suburbs like she did. I just thought, as I do many times in these lifetime movies, that 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 the beginning opening's dramatic sequence was going to lead to more, and instead well, it was like it no, yeah, it didn't. I think they forgot that they even put it in there. Well, and this is where I'm just going to come out and say this, and it might be a little bit, um, I don't know, it's maybe a dark comment or whatever. And I, But like, so then split screen, it's seven months later. It shows her she's very pregnant. Now, yes, right thank you. away, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, is this where you were going? Like, I'm like, oh, did he? Did he take more than her purse and cell phone? Right. No, I, I truly, I'm like, I was like, this, oh my God. He, did he, did he rape yeah. her? You know? Right. And I, so like, th- that's how it felt. They kind of alluded to that. But then like, if that wasn't the intention, like, come on, Lifetime. It's kind of and a it, big swing and a, a miss. If It's huge swing and a miss. Because you were like, this is so, I was like, oh my God. Oh, that's what happened. And now she moved somewhere and she's having this baby on her own. Like that's where my whole mind went. Yes. And then and, it turns out, And actually out, no. that would have been sort of, and God, I don't mean this in it, but it, it, it would have made more sense in the plot line just basing on how they started the movie. But yeah, yes. it was bizarre. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was very bizarre, and it wasn't. And obviously, we're not advocating saying like, "Hey, we no, need more storylines I mean, like that." Right. The point right. is, 
it seemed like that's where it was. And I was like, oh God, this woman decided to move away and have this baby on her own. And this is, and then someone's going to try to steal it from her based on the title. And instead it was like, no, that guy just stole her wallet. And now she's super, um, antsy. Okay. Right. And I will say right away, they showed the baby bump and it was very strange. Prosthetic. It, was, it was, yeah, it was a very, it was, you know, I've, I've even worn one guys. I'm a Hollywood lady, you know, oh, I've worn a that's fake neat. bump. Mm-hmm. I forget. Yeah. Even, I think it was in like a hidden camera show and it was even a worse one than this one. <laughs> um, but they, it, it just seemed to be sort of in the wrong place. The baby it seemed bump. a little low. It seemed low. And then later or not even later, like just a couple minutes into the movie, she sees a neighbor or something who says, oh, you must be carrying a boy because you're carrying high. And I'm like, yeah. okay, she's not, she's carrying low. Right. Grace was on crack, the old hippie lady. Yeah, that was the lady that saw her at the bagel place. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. So she said, so later, just like a few minutes into the movie, after we all saw her incredibly sort of weird low baby bump that looks at it like it may be coming out of her asshole instead of her stomach. Yeah. <laughs> it, she it, runs into yes. a lady at the bagel place that says it's high and so it must be a boy. So already I'm a little off with the baby bump and that's fine. I understand. Well, okay. Two things. You know how I, I'm, a, I'm a real Ange, Angie Lansbury over here, but right off the bat, it says seven months later and she's almost eight months. Was she pregnant when she was marching around in that dark alley? Well, I guess so. That's the thing too that didn't make sense. So was she pregnant when the guy yeah. robbed her or whatever it was that we still don't know right. what happened, but apparently robbed her. She was pregnant and she, are we supposed to assume she got pregnant then? Yeah. Like not from him, but like that. I mean, I there's no um, through line through yeah. the beginning of the movie and her wandering in that back alley to the seventh month later, they they could have just shown a woman opening boxes in a new house and left out the whole weird dark alley scene. And we would have missed nothing. Oh, you exactly. Know? Exactly. And then it wouldn't have led us to the dark places in our mind of like, right. Oh my God, is she carrying a, you know, a right. man's baby who assaulted her? And Oh my God, is this right? And instead they were like, no, she just moved to a new house. Yeah. Just I guess coinky dink broke. guys. Yeah. Just timing. Yeah. Seven months later, she's out in the burbs. She's she's clearly just moved. She's there's setting boxes. up the nursery. Yeah, there's the boxes. Nursery. Her husband, uh, is it Peter? Peter. Um, I He had put on some baby weight, it felt like. They seemed they like did. they weren't aesthetically matched. I, I don't mean to keep talking about appearances. Again, I'm just very sensitive. I don't hope well, they don't weigh me tomorrow. But um, Peter was... Peter was, yeah, he, Peter sucked. Um, he was very over, well, we, we know where he got his personality from his mom. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. he basically, I mean, first of all, we just have to say that they also introduced us to a neighbor who was a runner. Um, yes. And this lady, she was like, she loves to run. And so they had her come up and, you know, they wanted her to seem annoying, like the annoying runner lady in right. the neighborhood who was like talking and um, and she introduces herself, I guess. And, and you know, it's like, hi, welcome to the neighborhood. And she says something about her. Oh, no, she says something to her like, um, you welcome to you and your husband. And she's like, well, if I had a husband, so 
it turns out that Peter and the lead are actually just dating. Did you catch well, that? I did catch that. And in fact, and maybe this is the same scene or it doesn't matter because it was right around that time. Yeah, she refers to, yeah, instead of husband, she says, Peter, my baby's dad my ba- or the baby's yeah. father. And she doesn't even say boyfriend ever. No, but it was another moment of, is there a point to the fact that they're not married? And there never was. So no, I don't know if that's right. That was like, li- another, I don't know if there's like, like lifetime just trying to be woke and be like, look, oh, we, you know, yeah, oh, we have a couple who aren't married, which is great. Fun, good. But mm-hmm. what the fuck does it have anything to do with this plot line or the storyline? It just it was weird. And it like made a weird tense moment with this runner neighbor that didn't even have to be there. And she was just like, yeah, I mean, we're not married, but whatever. And then it turns out that the Rachel, the pregnant lady is like a writer of some sorts. Oh, we never really find out what kind. But the um, runner lady says, oh, she's a writer, too. She has a blog. She's so, a blogger. Yeah, we kind of figure out that she's this, you know, nosy neighborhood lady who runs and blogs. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, really, she has, she was sort of in the 30 seconds that she was sort of energetically talking at, uh, Rachel, she was saying how, oh, she just had a baby and running is how she got her pre-baby body back. And it's really important to keep, you know, keep your pre-baby body and blah, blah, blah. And then she points out that uh, she has a nanny or an au pair or something for her baby. Yes. And we know that a nanny is going to play in somehow. Yeah. Because they, you can't have a nanny in a Lifetime movie for no fucking reason. No. They're going to, they're going to either fuck or kill. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's that should that's that's a fun title. The nanny. Fuck or kill. <laughs> Choose your own ending. Fuck or kill. It's like a game. Yeah. That's fun. Um uh, and then that night so that night after she her husband Peter is in some kind of finance, I think, or something, and he works out no, he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer, right? Well, I, um, yeah, he talked about the courthouse a lot and he wore a suit, but I couldn't tell if he was a janitor or a prosecutor. He, he didn't really get into it too much. You they know? really didn't. They just wanted us to know that he worked at a courthouse. And we're like, okay. Yeah. And they show them in bed that night, The you know, the first night in this home, I guess. And Rachel hears a noise downstairs. And so she goes downstairs. Well, she looks over and Peter's asleep. So she decides I'm going to go downstairs alone with my big pregnant belly that's lopsided and changing directions at all times. And, (laughs) um, but I've got ripped arms, so I'll just go downstairs and take care of this, I guess. Well, she doesn't even try to wake him up because she hears a little bit of noise at first. You're like, oh, I might've just heard something. Let me not wake my husband, boyfriend, whatever he is up. And then she hears it again and it's pretty obvious someone is in the house. So now she's like, walking into dangerous territory. And I've just never understood this. If this is me, I'm like, yeah. I'm nudging my husband. I'm like, get the fuck up, get the fuck up. Someone's yes. in here. Get up. Even if I had to walk in front of Mark, like come with me. Yes. Let's go together. Let's, let's go you together. Know what I mean, like someone turn on your phone flashlight. Let's, we can yeah. do this. You if know, we go not, down, we're going down together. Yeah. I'm trying exactly. to be a hero. Right. And she goes down there and she picks up, what does she pick up as a weapon? A melon. A fucking 
do you say okay? It's a honeydew. Honey mm-hmm. Yeah, because they've already, and they've already, by the way, referenced this honeydew like three times. Like oh. they say, the baby's the size of, size size of a honeydew. The husband goes, "Well, I can't eat our baby," which was a totally weird joke. Peter made husband, me sick. not husband. He was a boyfriend and whatever. Whatever he was, Peter. he was stupid. He was so stupid. So he had already made a joke about the honeydew being the size of her pregnant belly and how he can't eat it her baby. And I was already like, what the, and then, so she picks up this honeydew to bash, I guess, an intruder's head in. And it turns out to be her mother-in-law. That's not her mother-in-law because they're yeah. not married. So Peter's mom, Peter's mommy. Yeah. So, and this, this woman, Oh, okay. I, I know we I go back and forth. Yeah. So Peter's mom, she's, she walks in and it's, um, and it's like late. Right. Or I mean, it's it late like enough three that they're in the ba- morning or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's OK. I'm just and guessing. Like, and she I mean, just like it could have been 10. Well, who who knows? Yeah. Peter. Whatever. They were asleep. Like, so it's a weird yeah, time. they were asleep. Yeah. The lights were off. But she like doesn't even I mean, we're in the time of cell phones. He couldn't have launched a text or something saying, hey, I'm going to stop by with some groceries or whatever. Or, you know, and then she says, yeah. oh, and I'll just I'll stay in the guest room when she sees Rachel. Yeah. I mean, it. it's the mom's already. So here's my take when the mom comes in and she's already annoying and she's being very weird. I'm thinking, oh, the mom's the baby stealer. I thought that, too. OK, that's what I thought. First, well, I thought the jogging lady was going to be the baby stealer. Then yes. I thought it was going to be the mom. And, you know, not it's not often that Lifetime leaves you guessing. Yeah. Well, so. it's like now instead of leaving you guests and they're just throwing a bunch of monkey wrenches that don't make any sense so that you have no fucking clue what's going on. Yeah, very. It's very strange. Oh, so, okay, speaking of that, so just very quickly recap. She's in the burbs, the whole thing, the mother-in-law or whatever she is just came. But the day before there where she meets the runner neighbor... And the old hippie neighbor lady, she also meets a neighbor who seems kind of normal at first glance named Sandy. Mm-hmm. And Sandy walks mm-hmm. walks her groceries inside for her, but like barges into her house, like to the point where so she introduces herself, says, oh, let me help you with your groceries. And even Rachel says like, oh, well, OK, if you want to walk them up to the door, she's like, oh, I'll take them into the kitchen. Just like shows herself in and um, just seemed very aggressive. Very aggressive. This neighborhood's already super creepy. If I was this, either of them, Peter or Rachel, I would have been like, we're getting back out of here. Your mom's coming in. There's a runner lady. They had also seen like the runner lady um, from uh, Rachel's like bedroom window. She had seen maybe the night before the night when they went to sleep, she could see that woman and her husband getting getting down in the window or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, which, you know, obviously is just like the suburbs. Everyone needs to close their, everyone lives too close together and nobody has blinds, it seems. And then this next night. <laughs> and who fucks with the lights on? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> just kidding. You guys, I need to start working out. I'm no, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Actually. Um, but, the one um, that I didn't think of. But yeah, then now the next <laughs> night she sees, um, this well, she sees this guy walking his dog, so he's kind of in the neighborhood too. They they keep putting people in just to make us feel like someone's involved in different ways. There's a guy walking his dog, and she sees that guy looking in the window of the jogger lady's house again, and then she looks up in that window too, thinking she's going to see 
the jogger lady and her husband going at it again. Instead, she sees the jogger, the the jogger lady's husband and his nanny. The nanny. Mm-hmm. She had like blonde, short hair. Yeah. So it was very yeah. clear that it wasn't the jogger lady. It yeah. was her na- the nanny. And then, or, it, yeah, or they're role playing, but no, we know well, they're right. not because we see the because we see the jogger lady coming into her house, and she's about and the and then Rachel's watching all this, and she's like, "Oh my god, I see." Obviously, I'm watching a, an affair, and I'm a, I'm watching this wife about to come in and catch them, and then when the woman comes in and catches them, we hear screaming, and then the blinds close, and then it's over. Yeah, that part, not the movie, but it should have been. <laughs> well, no, yeah. So it's like this, and and it's so like you said, the guy walking the dog, who's an old man, by the way, like he definitely saw this, and also, so Rachel sees this, she's all upset. She right in that moment, the blinds get pulled. She hears like a yell or something. She just calls nine one one. I. I question, I don't know if it's that I'm questioning like my, my moral compass or my like moral authority to do, like, would you call 911 in that moment? Um, I think I would. What? I, I mean, s- I guess. Because, because it looked like she was attacking her. Because what we saw, for those of you who didn't watch this and believe me, yeah. you don't need to, she, you know, looked like when the jogger lady caught the nanny and the husband together, she came at her with something, but we know that she wasn't carrying, you know, she's like, well, that's what I was going to say. She was. So I don't know what. She, yeah. yeah. Like maybe she punched her or slapped her. So and she it, deserved to slap her a punch, maybe for fucking her husband. Like there's part of true. me like, let him work it out. You know, wait, now that you're saying it, you're right. Why would you call 911? It's not like she pulled out a gun. It just looks like they got in like a fight. Right. It's kind of not your business. But what she does call the cops and then they come over and the all the neighbors deny the whole thing. Yeah. They, which is they say oh, there was never a nanny there. And then the Peter's mom, who I just gonna I'm just gonna call her the mother in law, even though I realize they're not married, but it's just easier. Yeah, it's easier. The mother in law yeah. says to the cops, well. Immediately, she doesn't believe anything that Rachel says. She's like, well, she probably imagined it or, oh, she probably never saw a nanny in there or, oh, whatever. She's just nervous because she survived an attack. And that's the one and only reference to what we saw at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And And Peter. Yeah. What does he do? Oh, yeah. Agreed. She's seeing shit. They just both don't believe her. I would tell I would have told Patricia to go fuck herself 17 times during this movie. Is that the mother-in-law? Or yeah, I'm so sorry, the mother-in-law. No, I like it. Let's call her Patricia if that was her name. No, Peter and Patricia. But Patricia throws her under the bus. Peter sides with his mom, but he and they continue to do so. And I'm just putting the pieces together. Peter's not a catch. Okay. He there's nothing that's told me he falls asleep before she does she has to go deal with intruders he's stupid he yeah wears a dumb suit that he lets his fitting. mom he lets his mom come in and just take over his new house yeah without even checking with you know rachel to be like just like oh yeah my mother's gonna live here now i mean that was just it, he stunk and that's all he did. i'm gonna say no and he was like always him. no he's always on his mom's side Nobody seems to believe her. And it's, and then she, and she even says to the cops, she's like, well, there was a guy walking his dog. His name is Gary. He probably saw something. And they're like, yeah, we interviewed him. He didn't see anything either. So all of a sudden, 
all the neighbors are denying all of this story. Now, spoiler alert, nothing ever happens with that storyline. And it makes me crazy. Oh, oh yeah. That's a valid nothing point. Ever, I, nothing, and it, we'll get to that, but nothing ever happens with that storyline. We, the person, the baby stealer is not the jogger. We never hear about the nanny again. We never find out why Gary was lying when he was actually saw the yeah, whole thing go down. what was the whole point? Nothing. I mean, I was going to ask you, did I miss something? No, I, I, also I mean, whatever, what? I mean, it, did the nanny go away forever? I, just, that was it. They had a weird moment where we were supposed to believe there was like an affair going on with this nanny and it just ended. It yeah, just, no, there was no, there was not mm-hmm. one, like in the books, like script writing, you know, anything. I mean, if you don't need it, if it, I mean, that was. Very unnecessary. Sarah, that's, I, I spent a lot of energy typing notes about that bullshit and it didn't even matter. You're welcome. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to this podcast. Yeah, I know. Thank you, and you're a welcome. lot of work, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. So okay, wait. So she, so Patricia is an, a jerk. Peter sides with her, and oh, the, the cops are there again. They're like talking about Rachel, like she's crazy, right in front of her. Rachel has to go use the bathroom. She so politely announces to everyone, and then she doesn't close the bathroom door all the way. sits down on the can, and she must have seen some blood or something, and shrieks, shrieks, screams shrieks. like crazy. Yeah, she says, "I have to go to the bathroom because your daughter, because she's we know she's pregnant with a girl, just put her foot on my uterus." Which, by the way, like totally valid. If I'm pregnant, I'm screaming at every moment that a kid makes me have to pee because they can't keep their body off my uterus. I got it. Yeah. She sits down and screams, then goes to the, they go to the doctor and cut to, we see them talking to the doctor and the baby is fine, but she needs bed rest. They're very, the doctor says you need bed rest. You have to be on bed rest for the rest of your pregnancy. Spoiler alert. She's never in bed for the rest of this movie. So no, it's not, not. Okay. So we are reintroduced to Sandy at this point too. Yes. Who she is the one that we saw in the beginning who seems kind of weird. But now she comes in and says to Rachel, oh, I heard that the jogger lady wrote a blog about you being a nosy neighbor. So apparently this jogger who is denying that she was, you know, partaking in catching her husband in an affair with the nanny has now gone and written like a blog about this nosy neighbor who called the police on her. It again, it leads to nothing. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Annoying. But this woman. Yeah. And I think this, I think this Sandy's just trying to get in good with her and be like, Ooh, that your other neighbors are talking about you. And, and then she goes, Oh yes. And that nanny and that husband have been, have been having an affair for months. And Again, yeah, so she validates like, what Rachel validates. saw. Yeah, right, but right, but nobody else believes her. Now, I want to just go back really quickly, um, and I know, and I'll make it quick, but it, it, I couldn't handle it. Um, that when she gets back from the hospital and she's supposed to be on bed dress, she goes blah blah blah. That um, when Patricia uh, brings dinner up to her. After, I don't know, but she takes her phone from her. 
Oh my God. Yeah. She, I felt so violated. I, I felt, I, I felt enraged, but that this mother-in-law says, yeah, um, Peter and I were talking and we think you need a little less screen time. And she's like, so she's like, she just takes her phone. I would body slam a bitch if they, I mean, it was, and that's what body mean, slam. I and mean, also she says, oh, Peter and I think you need a break from your phone and computer. Yeah. And, and Rachel says like, well, I need to be looking for a job right now. And she goes, don't worry about it. And they take like, who takes your phone and your computer? And also it was just another fucking storyline <laughs> that they threw well, in. And it I made thought, no sense. Well, and the, the one thing I thought of was maybe they were going to tie it back to her little incident in the city because wouldn't that be triggering? Because didn't that guy take her phone, like steal it? Oh, from her? well, that's a like, deep thought, Mary. I never thought of that. Well, I mean, you'd think that like they, you know, would at least piece that together. I mean, Patricia had been like, oh, you know, she's anxious. She had this incident. Don't take her fucking phone. That's what happened. Right. No, I never even thought of that. And that's a good point. I was actually thinking at that point, I thought, okay, now, now I think it's Patricia and Peter, you know, yeah. the boyfriend are the baby stealers because they're getting all of her outside communication away. When really it turns out, no, again, spoiler alert, Sandy's the baby stealer, but, um, it, it, it just, it never went to anything. Like they no, just took her stuff ends. from her. And I thought they were trying to make her some kind of prisoner in her house. Yeah. Like, like, and, um, she, and was, she takes it way too easily. She's like, okay. And like I said, we've already discussed she's ripped. She's in good shape, you know, especially for a lady who's about to give birth, even though she's supposed to be on bed rest. She's been running around the neighborhood ever since they told her to be on bed rest. And she doesn't even try to fight this. I'm, yeah. lady or say like no just give me my phone i'm a full-blown fucking adult about to give birth like you can back off like i i really that feeling of someone if they were to just tell in the relationship she has with this woman or lack thereof i mean she and peter barely have a relationship let alone his mother and her you know exactly it, it just was, i would i was just really it made me very very angry and it also kind of made me like you said like I I have no respect for Rachel. Like, she's a pussy. No, a total pussy. And, oh, wait, and did you notice the best part when the mom, after the mom takes the phone and computer away from her, she goes over to, like, a dresser, and she goes, oh, you can listen to this instead, and turns on, like, a, like a CD player from 1994. <laughs> I don't know if I noticed. <laughs> it was like a boombox sitting oh. on top of... I'm like, you think they moved a boombox to suburbia? Um, yeah, nice. she basically was like, here, listen to this instead. Like, what did she get grounded? It. I mean, it's, yes. It's, yeah, that's what it felt like. Oh, it was yeah. so bizarre. That's so funny. I'd tell Patricia and Peter to hit the bricks at this point. I would be done with or I'd be back going back to the city. Oh, my God. And then. And then after that, Peter comes home like with Chinese food to try to bond with her. And that's stupid. And then <laughs> the next and then the next I'm like, morning, where did she find this loser? Honestly. Oh, my God. He's the worst. And then the next morning, he like takes her out into the backyard um, and gives her her phone back. Like she's a like she's a, a either a prisoner or a cancer patient. You know, like yeah. he like wheels her out to the backyard. Well, it's like uh, those, those and, people and only gives her, you know, uh, 
it's like she's some kind of patient, but she's not. Well, she's fine. Like when they kidnap those people, like in Ohio, those three women or for like it is fifteen like years, thing. and then yeah. they're like, they're like, he's like, he lets her out into the back into a, like a f- shitty folding chair, like get some she sunlight. acts like it's the a, the a spa day at the Ritz Carlton, and she's like, oh, thank you so much. Also. Like, don't they have TV or anything or some books? Good, good question. No, apparently not. And no friends, no friends, no friends, no family either. For for not one person. Yeah, not one person or friend has been like, "Hey, Rachel, we haven't heard from you a while. Um, Did your mother in law take your phone? Yeah, and put you in the backyard." Maybe they really did kidnap her, and it's way that's deeper what it, than we think. I mean, that's what it felt like because they that and but and that's what it seemed like the whole time. It really you know? did, yeah, yeah. And then while um, she's in the backyard, sort of, you know, finally getting a little sun because of Peter let her out, I guess, um, like <laughs> he, an animal. He unlocked the she, cage, left yeah. the door open. Yeah, Sandy comes over with some groceries. Now she's very pushy this sandy and that's super pushy sort yeah and that's kind of when we get the idea that oh now she's probably the baby stealer i mean this is the only movie that's probably ever left me wondering which one was the baby stealer well Um, i'm gonna say we were more than halfway through and there were no stolen babies or any hints about stolen i mean there was a pregnant lady which was necessary but yeah we had i had no idea no wasn't sure i don't even actually know if one ever got stolen to be honest actually well maybe yeah right at the end well the one yeah. 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 But we'll get to that. Yeah. But yeah, she, um, this neighbor comes over and they have a kind of a conversation where she's like, you know, I, I, I see you have a lot of anxiety and I'm, I, I used to take a lot of pills for it. Like they have this conversation where I guess she's talking about her attack that we still don't really understand. And then the, Sandy lady says something super weird like and I know what it feels like when everyone is after your baby and she gets really creepy and that's when we're kind of like oh this is the baby stealing yeah yeah but loud she's and clear. like yeah but she's like oh but nothing ever happens in the suburbs <laughs> yeah yeah wisteria lane shit yeah which means something happens in the suburbs right yeah and that caused something bad something grave yeah, and, and uh, I think, and then I think right then Peter comes home and she's like, tries to tell him that the neighbors are weird, and once again he's like, "No, you're weird." Yeah, wait, let me check with my mom. No, actually, we agree that you're the one with the problem, right? Like constantly, yeah. this Rachel has tried to say like our neighbors are weird. Um, Sandy comes over with groceries, then tells me that everybody wants my baby. The jogger lady attacked her nanny and her husband for fucking each other and um Gary his wife yeah, pretended at me. he didn't yeah. see anything. Yeah. yeah. And his wife says it's because he has Alzheimer's. Like maybe we should just move. How about that? Yes. No, it's it's weird. I okay. I think we forgot to mention about the Alice in Wonderland poster. Oh yeah, there was an Alice in Wonderland poster in the nursery. All you, all you need to know is that it was in the nursery, and Sandy commented on it. Mm-hmm. So then, split screen. A few days later, Rachel. It's two thirty in the morning. Rachel can't sleep. She looks out the window, and Sandy's Sandy's standing um, outside in super tall high heels, like you do taking the garbage out. Mm-hmm. 
That was weird. It didn't make any sense. No, she's always just looking in the window with like stilettos on. Then, then I think it's a different night or it's, I don't even know if it's the same night or not, but then she sees Sandy pull up in her little car and she takes out this Alice in Wonderland poster that out of the back seat that is exactly like the one that she commented on and complimented mm-hmm. in Rachel's nursery. Yep. So it, Rachel freaks out. Peter tells her she needs to relax. Rachel actually wants to call the police because of the poster thing. And I think that's a little much. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in my mind at first, like other than the fact that Sandy's already acted insane, you should just be flattered. Like, oh, someone saw something they yeah. liked in my home and they want to build in. They want it like, oh, she likes my poster. She's getting one, too. Right. Right. Yeah. But it's not like she stabbed the eyes out of the poster and then like it, left it on her doorstep or anything. No, but surprisingly, <laughs> surprisingly, she didn't. But yeah, <laughs> she she just has a poster like hers, which we end up, it obviously ends up being creepy, but we don't know at the time. But my favorite part of that moment is like Sandy gets so upset. She, or no, Rachel gets so upset. She like runs away from the window or something and she hits her knee on like a chair mm-hmm. and she has a meltdown. Like it, like she just sawed off her leg and they even go to the doctor the next day and they go, oh, and it's just like, it's a fucking bruise on her yeah. knee. Yeah. She's like, oh my God. And they're like, you got to take it easy for a while. Like she hit her knee. No, on- she made <laughs> she made it like she broke her femur. It was, yeah. she was very dramatic and yeah, like the stuff that would, that made me like, she didn't react appropriately to things. Like I would have reacted the way she did about the mom taking my phone the yes. way she did over the way hurting her knee. Exactly. Instead of like, oh, I stubbed my toe. Yeah. And yeah. even the doctor was like, oh, you took quite a spill. I'm like, there was no spill. She she ran into a chair. That's not a spill. A spill is when you fall. Also, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but... I, I constantly find bruises on myself. I have no idea. I mean, that sounds, but like, you know, I'm no, sure I, do I walk too. into no, shit I, and I'm like, I mean, oh, good luck finding out where I got bruised. No, I, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But we know exactly where she got it. And she acted like she just went, she just came back from Afghanistan. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, she really, she really did. She, uh, with no medals of honor with that behavior. No. And to be fair, she's a prisoner in her own home for no reason because she because she won't just tell her mother-in-law to get out and Peter to go eat a dick. Um, no, yeah, I don't I don't even think Peter's that into her. I I no. don't think she's into him. No. It seems like a marriage of or a relationship of convenience or boredom. Yeah, something. I don't know. And then well, and then after her knee got hurt, like, I just want to get to this part because I loved it. Like, uh, this is when Peter in the morning, like, hears about an abduction on the radio, right? Like, he hears there's oh, the, news yeah. going off and there's like, a, he hears about an abduction in the neighborhood of a baby. So now we know a baby's gone missing. And, it, and um, but the best part is he's listening to it on like his alarm clock from the 90s. Again, <laughs> I don't know. Like his mom had the CD player from the nineties. He has like, I don't, I understand that people still have alarm clocks and people still listen to little radios and stuff, but just like for the most part, you know, we get Amber alerts on our phone. We get, right. 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 That's not, not really your, turning your on source. Your, yeah, yeah. You're not like flipping. You're not turning the dial to the AM news radio on your yeah. alarm clock when you wake up. Get out but your that's ham he, radio. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was that was weird that he maybe that's why Patricia took her phone. It wasn't to punish her. It was because she wanted a fucking phone from the 2000s. Yeah. She's like, no, sorry. Only flip phones for you. Yeah. The razor. And then right after the abduction, we hear that we see that um, Rachel sees Sandy Sandy wheels up. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wheels up into her driveway and she pulls a baby out of the back seat. Pulls the baby um, out of the back seat. Which, by the way, during this scene, Peter is like giving her a foot rub, I think. She was asking for a lot of foot rubs. And which I would too, by the way, if I was pregnant. And so they're sitting by the window and she's looking out the blinds. And that's when she sees Sandy with a baby. Now they he just heard about an abduction from a baby. Sandy doesn't have a baby as far as they know. So she's like, oh my God, is the crazy lady that was in my house, the woman who abducted a baby. And she's looking out these blinds, but the blinds aren't open. They're not open. Because then she says to Peter, look, Sandy has a baby. And then he has to go open the blinds to look. And by the time he opens the blinds, Sandy's out of the driveway and there's no baby. So now he just thinks she's making it up again. But I'm like, well, why did he have to open the blinds if she was just looking through the blinds? Yeah. What did she say? Look and then shut the blinds real quick. Yeah, exactly. No, the blinds were closed. She was looking through closed blinds and then, um, you know, miraculously saw through them. And then by the and time then Peter got to- Well, she screams, why won't anyone listen to me? But like very shrieky and shrill. And then she passes out. It was the best. She snapped. She's like, ah! and then just fell over, which I've I relate to, actually. Yeah, like you scream until you taste blood and then you take a nap. <laughs> That's like the best weekend day. <laughs> oh, oh it know. is. And then, and then, of course, because of this, the police come over and Peter and the mother-in-law are all there and they all gang up on her. And they're like, you're crazy. Like you just screamed for no reason. There's no baby over at Sandy's. Um, there is a cop that gives her... That kind of is like, I feel like you're probably telling us something true, but no one else is listening to you. So I'm going to be like the cool cop that gives you my card. And if you hear anything else, you know. Yeah. Like here, take this. If you know. Yeah. Reach out to me directly before you hammer diet or hammer 911 again. Yeah. And then after that, she hears Peter and the mother-in-law fighting about whether or not she's bananas, basically like, Oh my God, you're, yeah. Your girlfriend slash not girlfriend slash baby mama, whatever is hearing things. And then, and then they board up her windows that well, Okay. Now it's funny. Okay. Why do I think that why was her window broken though? Did it break? Or no, because I said the same thing to Mark. I was watching with him and I'm like, oh, my God, they boarded up her fucking windows. And then I think he said something like, well, they were broken, but they weren't, were they? No, I think they boarded up her window. I think they boarded up her window because she was always looking out the window. That's really. um, Unless she threw something during that fit that we. That's the only thing that might have happened, but I can't remember. But that because I said the same thing because I was like, this is like we're like this is abusive now, like the way they're treating her and like, but maybe 
It was like full on like that. Uh, oh God, what can I think of the movie? Um, <laughs> you know, where she ties them up Bates. to the bed. Yes. Why can't I yeah. think of that? Like, um, that's what it was like. Uh, misery. Yeah. Misery. Was- misery. No, exactly. Hey, and if any listeners know what happened with the window, if one, if we missed something, because I really want to know Please if tell us. about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, Message I, us. Yeah. Uh, go to Instagram. Do we have an email? I think so. Mm, we'll find out and we'll post <laughs> yeah. that. Um, yeah. It's, it's either Instagram, just go to our social Twitter, media or comment. Yeah. yeah. And tell us because we're very curious if yeah. there was some, something that we missed there. But I thought they just boarded up the window so she couldn't look out, look out them anymore. Now she gets around that, sets up like a monitor. She takes like a baby monitor, I think, and puts it like on the other side of the board. So it was like already. So they didn't of, do a really good they job. They didn't do of a great boarding. job. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm like, oh, she just kind of pulled the plywood back and put something in yeah. the window. Yeah. And by the way, if you're going to do that, why don't you just jump out it at the same oh, time? I know. Exactly. Or like and, call yeah, your mother, father, sister, aunt, cousin, yeah. old coworker, friend. someone. Friend. You got to have somebody. Yeah. I, yeah. So she sets up a monitor to look at the window because she wants to prove that she's not making this up. And then when she looks out, like she's setting up the monitor. She can still peek out the window. She sees Peter talking to the jogger lady in the driveway. Yeah, and they try like to make flirty. a moment. Yeah. And they try to make a moment out of that. But again, nothing happens with it. Nothing. And then they show after jogger, the jogger and Peter are talking, they just cut to Sandy standing right behind them, staring back at her in the window. Yeah. And not neither of them see her. They're literally standing right next to her. Like three feet away, and she's just got like a diagonal Care Bear stare directly into this hidden camera. <laughs> so funny! It and just sh- nobody sees her. I mean, it, it that was actually really que- creepy because it did like it did like a real quick cut and. I don't know. I'm getting heated for no reason, but yeah, oh no, was- you're you're getting heated for a reason. Well, you know, we get to the we kind of get to the crux here. Is that crux? <laughs> is that the right word? Yeah, it is. It is. I like it. Okay. You did it perfectly. <sighs> I don't know. I'm gonna look that one up later. But um, Sandy basically comes in after. Well, Peter comes in. They dance, which is weird. And um, Peter's like, uh, you know, dance with me. It gets her out of bed, and she goes, well, you know we can dance for now, but after kids, we'll never dance again. She doesn't say that, but basically she's like, life's going to suck after we have kids. And I'm like, that's that. There we go. That's someone I relate to. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, and then she hears, and then they kind of argue again because she, I mean, she is being negative. He's like, let's dance. And she's like, sure. For the last time, he's like, we're going to have kids. And then they go to college and then we just fucking die. And she, he's like, okay, I'm just going to go sleep downstairs. Like, forget yeah. this. I, I'm not trying to have a nice moment. Maybe she's mad because she saw him flirting in the driveway. We don't really know where her anger comes from at Peter right now. No, um, I agree. But, I agree. Yeah. She, she's running hot and cold the whole she's time. She's running, yeah, running real yeah. hot during this time. So she mm-hmm. goes, he goes downstairs. And then in the morning, she wakes up and hears something. And she, I think that's when she like goes, to look at the monitor. Oh no, Sandy comes in. Sandy comes in. Oh, she like comes into her room. That's yeah. Right. She's like yeah. So in she bed. hears like somebody yeah. breaking in, and she's like, 
thinking it's Patricia. And then she tries to ring a bell that Patricia gave her if she needs food or something. <laughs> so she tries to ring this little bell like it's the fucking 50s. Yeah. And, she she um, should have done a practice ring because she was yeah. really caught off guard. She didn't know what she was doing. It didn't she work. She did not know. It didn't Spoiler work. Spoiler yeah. alert. Patricia was face down in the foyer. <laughs> but you find that out momentarily. But yeah. yeah. Rachel, Sandy comes or, upstairs yeah. and and is like, oh, and then she grabs the monitor out of the window and she's like, oh, are you spying on me? And then she basically gets, you know, Rachel like, let's go. Um, I've I'm bringing you somewhere. And she brings her downstairs. Where's Patricia? And she's like, oh, there she is laying at the bottom of the stairs. Now yeah. we think she's dead. Um, if you guys want to know ahead of time, she's not. No, <laughs> just a, a hard nap. She comes back. <laughs> she comes back yeah and then they they go to the they go sandy takes her to into her house right yeah 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 where she has with a knife by the way a giant okay. a but giant butcher knife that she so she walks rachel from her house um to her own house. This is Sandy. She walks, she's walking behind Rachel Mm -hmm. and then she's got in broad daylight In broad daylight. And then Sandy has this giant um, carving knife or I don't know, butcher Mm -hmm. knife just like behind her back. Like you would, if you were like doing a magic trick, like which hands it in. And then she says like, just act natural. And there's like neighbors all just walk, watching them walk in single file into (laughs) Sandy's home. And like you, this is, it's not a gun. Okay. No. This is a knife. So mm-hmm. if you are in broad daylight and mm-hmm. someone has a knife on you, and I'm not saying that's a comfortable situation to be put in, but if you are walking in broad daylight, someone has a knife on you, you walk outside, there's your neighbors. There's, you know, a few inches behind you and the knife because the lady's, mm-hmm. you know, being trying to not look so obvious. Just take off running. Near in the vag. Use your elbows. Scream. She has a knife. Any, it's not a gun. Like, what is the, like, you have a good chance of getting away from her. What's what's your end game here? I, her maternal instincts haven't kicked in yet. I I think she's going to be a shitty mom. (laughs) Like, she's not even like thinking a little bit about protecting herself or, you know, she's an asshole kind of. She is an asshole. She's not, she's so, she gives in way too easily. So now this woman has, as far as Rachel knows, killed her mother-in-law slash not mother-in-law slash Patricia, whoever, you know, she's laying at the bottom of the stairs, like Mary said. So we don't know if she's alive or dead, but let's just, you know, Rachel should assume she's dead. Right. This woman has probably killed her and she's now got you and she's marching you over into her own house. You yeah, like at, at are high sure noon. she's the woman that abducted a child that you heard about on the news. Mm-hmm. And so she's very dangerous. So just run. Right. Right. I but mean, no. yeah, no, she she just didn't have any sort of instinct how to get out of this situation. No. So they so Sandy gets her into the house. They go into the nursery and that's where she sees the poster. The Alice in Wonderland poster. Yeah. She's like, you did. Oh, yes, you have one of my posters. And I think that the whole nursery looked exactly like hers. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of creepy. And then there was a photo of Rachel, like pregnant or of Sandy pregnant in that nursery. So yeah. that was confusing because we know she doesn't have a baby, but we know she stole one. So that was confusing. But then um, 
Sandy basically says, well, I had a nursery, but I had to move it because earlier in the movie, Rachel had gone in and snuck around her house trying to prove that she's not crazy. So she has like moved the nursery downstairs into basically like a basement where this baby is, this missing baby. I still don't know whose baby it was. Do you? Well, no, somebody. (laughs) It was somebody's baby, Sarah. Um, (laughs) And it was, but it was the six month old baby that was abducted. And so Sandy sort of, you know how when they're about to get caught, they just spill the beans on the whole plot. And you oh, know, that's my favorite. So, yeah. Me too. So, well, that's when I usually get brought up to speed. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's when I have to tune in because I'm usually about fifty percent at that point. Um, but <laughs> so apparently, Sandy had been pregnant with twins, twin girls, and she mm-hmm. lost the. And, and like, I think she might have she lost them like uh, in a later later part of the pregnancy. Very traumatic. Um, but that broke her and her husband up that he she claimed that he blamed her so this was her master plan was she stole this one baby and then she needed just one more to complete the set so that she could get her husband (laughs) to complete the set Okay, we have to get through this, but it was to compare. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. So I like now I'm just having like a silly okay. to complete the set. Oh my god! But it is what she wanted, and it got so. I'm so glad that you made this so funny because it got so dark. Like all of a sudden, she was like. I'm just going to give you a quick C-section. And she pulls out that knife again. And I'm like, oh, my God, now she's going to cut the baby out. Like, I know this is, some, this is dark. It was like, it getting dark. a little gruesome. Almost, you know, that fortunately we didn't get there. But um, no, no, luckily yeah. she, um, you know, she, luckily she when she's about to cut the baby out, the cop that earlier in the movie was the only person to take. Rachel seriously comes in. She goes, "Oh my God, you were right!" And then she shoots Sandy right in the well, right in like the left. I'm not sure where she shot her, but it wasn't good enough because she gets up again. Of course, I, but like she she shot her, and then and then she goes to Rachel and goes, "Oh, you were right, you were right," you know. And so the cops starting to help her up, and then Sandy gets up out of nowhere and knocks the cop out with which, like, yeah, what. I don't even know what. And then Rachel grabs the cop's gun and shoots Sandy right in the face. Right in the kisser, she does. <laughs> well, that's I I was sort of surprised or thought I missed something because I thought the cop got Sandy real real good. I thought I did, you know what I mean? I, I thought like that, like that was it. Like it didn't seem like it seemed like a kill shot. You know, it didn't it, seem like 100%. A, I was like, "Oh, this isn't. She's not good. This is going to be like a nice moment yeah. with the cop." And instead yeah. it was like, "No, then the cop." And they never really showed if the cop lived after Sandy. Oh, yeah, you're woke right. back up and got her cuz they just like they dropped all kinds of plot lines in this one. But 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it did seem like she got her good, but she didn't. But then, so I guess the reason was so that we could see Rachel get to actually be the one that shoots Sandy. Like I said, right in the face. Square and the next, in the face. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. And then cut to, she's at the hospital with the baby. Um, and a nurse comes in and, or a doctor, I don't know, and comes in and says, oh, this, this family of the previously abducted baby that we heard about from the alarm clock radio news that yeah. Sandy had, they sent her like a thank you package because she's basically the one that found the baby. Yes. Um, and then Peter comes in and he's like, Hey honey, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like where was he the whole time too? Yeah. Hey, remember like, when I didn't believe you about anything that you told me about how all my neighbors were crazy? Well, you were right. Dirt to dirt. Can I? Yeah. 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 Probably and smells of Chinese food still. Oh, totally. He and was then gross. In, oh, he was the worst. And then his mom comes in. So she, that's when we know, other than we already told you, but she didn't die, you know, at the bottom of the stairs. She comes in, doesn't even apologize. Yeah, no. It's just basically kind of stands awkwardly and is like, Hey guys, hey, what's going on? And never says like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't believe you. At least Peter, I think, said that. Yeah. Yeah. And the Patricia just said something stupid like, oh, maybe some grandma and baby time later. And that was supposed to be some like redeeming comment because she didn't insist to hold the baby right that second. Like, yeah. Yeah. She's an asshole. And then. And that's. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no. And then I think Rachel says, um, so then Peter does like tell the mom to leave or I think the room or something. Maybe. maybe. I just said maybe. Peter. (laughs) I don't know. My lips are numb from that laugh. But um, uh, Rachel says that they're selling the house and moving back to the city. And Peter, uh, like the like just disgusting, says something like um, whatever my ladies want. And like, it was like, probably neither one of them are your ladies. We're going to find out the baby's not yours. You know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping for a sequel where it just opens on like her just banging another guy. And then the, and then the sequel ends one 90 seconds later. And that's the whole sequel. She's just like moved on and fucking someone else because I hated him. I hated the mother-in-law, I hated him. And there was never a resolution there. The whole jogger nanny storyline with her calling the cops it never came to anything no there you know was what never... the resolution should be the net the sequel should be or like they'll just show like a little scene mid-credit is her somebody else looking out the window of the window she always looked out and it's her fucking the jogger lady's husband like the nanny did Oh yes, Mary. That'd be neat, you know. Little full circle, put a bow on a it. Bow. That right? is a bow. Mm, we're gonna end with that because that was perfect. Um. Oh, all right. All Please, right. everyone, well, review, rate, only nice things, and yeah, subscribe. Yes. Please and subscribe. follow us. Yes. Follow us on our social media because we tell you which movies we're gonna be watching in case you want to watch it if you think you need to, and yeah. that's um. At Are You My Pod on Twitter, at Are You My Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And Mary, yes. Enjoy. Good luck with your titties tomorrow. Oh, thank you. See you next next Tuesday. Tuesday. No, I fucked it up. All right. I love you, Sarah Colonna. Bye. Bye. <laughs>